Another episode of the Rose Podcast. Retro Today. we watch, we watch, rewatch, rewatching number number dose. What are we rewatching, man? What are we watching, man? We're watching the Godfather. The Godfather. Well, we've already watched it. I rewatched it. Joel I, watched it for the first time. It was it it was a very interesting. It was movie it was definitely experience. a movie that was released. I have to say, yeah, 1972. Does that mean it's what? Hang on, let's see if we can get this. 51 years old. 51 years old. Yeah. Nice, nice. So we're gonna. You, if you hopefully you've listened to our Back to the Future. Retro rewatch. Yep, yep. We're doing the same thing. Yep, we're going back in time, 51 oh, years. We dang. don't have the DeLorean with us today, or no, the TARDIS, but we do or have Bill some, and Ted's We do have thing. some cannoli. Cannoli? Ah, huh? nice. Sure, <laughs> sure, so, um, how do we start this up with a score? Yeah, we're going to get do a score, and then we're going to talk about some things that we liked, didn't like about it. Well, I don't know if as much, to be honest. No, that's not much. I'm more honest. excited to hear this from you, Jesse, because I... Don't actually know if you have any faults with this film, but get there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then we're just going to do our normal segments that we usually do. So we've got um, a little trivia quiz between Jesse and I. Then we have... Top 570s. Top 570s films we're going to do. And then we're going to do explain a film plot badly. And also a little review, three good things and one bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Jesse, this is uh, you, this is your film, man. So this you, a, you're more. Off. Yeah. All right. I am happy to watch it. I'm happy to give a score. All right. But this so is one of your. My score for The Godfather is 97. <laughs> Whoa. It's one point less than Back to the Future for me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think I was gonna say that's the highest I feel like you've read a film. No, Back to the Future I gave it 98. Oh, maybe I gave it 97 as well, but it, I just like it just less than Back yeah. to the Future. Okay. What okay. about you? Uh, 95. 95. 95? 95. Jeez, that's high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really did love this film. It's just brilliant. What can I say? It does not deserve to be number two on IMDb. It deserves to be number one. Yeah. Because it's way better than Shawshank. And <laughs> <laughs> By a lot? Yeah. Like, I guess something yeah. like a 78. Ooh, okay. Compare that to a 97. Do the maths and yeah. you get a much better film. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, starting off with the good things. My third thing, I think Michael's character development and journey is some of the best I've ever yep. seen. From yep. where he starts till ends, yep. it's so dramatic, but yet you believe every decision he yeah, makes. because you spend a long time with him. It's, like, the film's been for 10 years. Oh. It starts 45 and 55. So yeah, oh, 10 I didn't years. even notice that. It's 10, but yeah, but they don't, they don't like do the title cards, but you can kind of follow along. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's just after World War Two finishes. So 10 years it takes. And yeah, you believe everything. He starts as, oh, I just came back from the war. I don't want to get involved to the head of the family at the yeah. end. And it's like, it's pretty powerful when stuff. Uh, I'm just going to say this now. I need some clarification for some things. Oh yeah, we're going to have to spoil the film. Spoilers. It's 51 years old. Spoilers. It's your fault. Go watch it. Buy the Blu-ray if you have to. I don't really care what you do. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix as well. Whatever yeah. you'd like. Um, but yeah, I, we just need to get into it because I was going to say, I do like the ending scene yeah. when he is saying to Kate, killing all the did you do it? And she's, she says to him, did you do it? And he was like, no. And she was like, okay. But then you see through the door, they're all like, yes, Don. Don Carleone. Like, Don, he's our man. He's the so, dude. Yeah, I thought that was a really cool ending scene. And how Vito goes from the head... Till 
He's just a grandpa at the end, letting yeah. Michael do everything. They kind of swapped roles. Yeah. Which that, is really cool. That, his, Don, Don Vito, I thought was, and this goes with one of my fam- fabulous things I loved about them, the characters itself, everyone in it was so likable in some way or another, or at least you get some sort of reaction out of them, yeah. whatever they're doing. Um, but that scene with um, Don Vito and his grandson, I was actually tearing up a little bit because I was watching yeah. the film with so my... Spoilers from now? Yes. <laughs> and then he cacks it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but it was a special moment because I was watching this film with my oh, yeah. poppy. So no, I, I thought it was that, a very yeah. special no, moment to watch. And it was a sad moment to watch yeah. as well. I was like, really like, this hit me hard, man. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty sad. Um, so your first good thing? Yeah, my first good thing is just the likability of the characters or emotional response sure. from the characters. I thought you get, you know, some characters like Michael, you're like, you're following him, you're like, okay, okay, you, you're rooting for him. Um, Don Vito, you sort of like, and then he's stuffing up and you really feel for him and he's in hospital and it's like, oh my gosh, like, is he going to die? Yeah, I he, thought he was killed off. He goes, um, yeah, that's the reaction you're supposed to get. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh. Because you didn't see him for another half hour afterwards. No. So like, he could be actually dead here. Yeah. <laughs> I was getting quite yeah. worried. Yeah. Um, Connie and her wedding, I thought that was all really nice to see yeah. the Italian culture and yeah, that's cool. And all that. Um, when Sonny died, I thought that was a bit stupid. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> like, like he just goes out on his own. and It just, was good fun though. It was good fun to no, watch. No, no, it wasn't stupid because like, he wanted to go and hunt down the <laughs> Connie's husband because he was beating her. Yeah. But like, you get like 30 girls with Tommy guns. <laughs> <laughs> they would just come out like, what? <laughs> yeah. How about yourself, Jesse? What's one of the things uh, you love I'm about I'm with the Vito Corleone's wardrobe, but like he was dripped. Oh, yeah. Like the, the wedding suit with the bow tie yep. and then his different combinations. And then at the end with his like, with his like green flannels he was wearing, like, yep. an, like an old Aussie guy. I was like, you know what? This man, this man knows how to dress up. So oh, yeah. I really appreciate the costuming of yep. Vito Corleone. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. I have to say as well, the stakes with this film continued oh, yeah. to just get higher and higher. Like, sure. you know, it, it. But Don Vito dies, and you're like, well, where does that leave I us guess, now? Yeah, like, it's similar to the circle of trust that Robert De Niro has in Meet the Parents. Like, you're either you're <laughs> you're, 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 you're in for the long run. You can't get out. <laughs> no, literally, that, yeah. that's couldn't be said. Any better, Jesse. So, me with parents, I get like a 98, honestly. That's a fantastic film. Anyway, yeah. So, like, you can't... Like, you, you try so hard to get in and then you can't get out again. And it's like a paradox yeah. there. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Um, and just the, the whole ending scene was great. The massacre. So, and, uh, fantastic. I also love the score. Like, I was watching it and my grandma walked in and she was like, Godfather. And I was like, yep. Yep. So you, I was like... Because it's knows. so... The humming or the... Whatever it is, the... The whistle? The whistle, yeah. It? It's just beautiful, man. And I love how, like... It's not, it's a kind of haunting, but kind of nice at the same time. It's like eer- it eerie almost. Eerie. Eerie's the Very best Very gets you that. in. Love that. Yeah. Any bad things or? For me, just the first 45 minutes. Like not, the whole, like not, it was all bad? No, or? no, not that it was all bad. It was just what it was making me do. I was, my eyes were sort of closing a little yeah. bit. In my defense, I had driven an hour and 45 minutes oh, that okay. day. Very focused on yeah. a long drive. But yeah. I think. As much as I love seeing, you know, Italian culture and the wedding and then all this stuff with John Vito and everything sort of being set up, I think, I don't know, some stuff could have been cut out. There's a bit too much celebratory dancing and whatever, which is not dissing at all, coming from a Greek background. Yeah. I think it's important to have these cultural moments. Yeah. But I just, because the rest of the movie, I had literally propped myself up and was engaged for the rest of it. Yeah. So I'm just thinking maybe if, so, I'm not sure what could have been done, if anything, 
Um, but yeah, that first 45 was just a little bit hard to get through for me. But apart from that, I, I, I can't really fault anything. I'm just going to say, I think Vito's wife is sidelined a bit. Like He's married? Yeah, he has a wife, the <laughs> lady forgot. that he dances with. Oh, yes. The yes sorry. Like, yeah, yeah. Bona, that's yeah. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> I think her reaction to Michael's progression into the family business would have been appreciated, how she would have thought about it. Yep. She's very sidelined. It's good that he has a wife that it's the same age as him. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I just I would have liked to have her in a bit more, I think. Yeah, no, yeah that's fair f- Females in general are sidelined in this film a bit. They are, like and then they're... Kay needs more screen time. She does, sure. she does. There was like, I think it wasn't like an hour where we don't see it. Yeah, Diane Kane's brilliant in this film as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, it was very so pleasant. Would have liked to see it more. Fair. It could have been longer, honestly. The film. I'm never bored. I'm never bored. Wow. Yeah, okay. I could have had a bit longer. Yeah, I was just going to... Actually, now you mention it, the point with the women is that they were either not in it enough or they were just put into a specific yeah. archetype of what, like, yeah. you know, it, which was kind of sad. They tried something with Kay, and it was probably good for the time, but it doesn't hold up as well now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But like, it's like, it came in the 70s. That's how it's going to be. But yeah. They could have gone above and beyond. Yeah. So, yeah. Fair enough. All well, right, on to some trivia. On to some trivia. That's good to unpack that, actually. Yeah. That's just nice to... The more I think about The Godfather, the more excited it makes me to watch the second Godfather. Second one's still good, yeah. And just, I appreciate this first one more. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it'll continue to age well with me in time, I think. Yeah. Um. So, trivia. Did you want to kick off trivia? Sure. Or shall I? Um, My first question. Yeah. What is your favourite quote from The Godfather? There's plenty, so. Mm. Well, I have to do, because there's a quote that I picked of who said it. Yeah. Um, Anything with Don Vito talking. like he's oh, like his accent's great. His accent's fantastic. Yeah. And he's like. I'm going to make him an offer I can't refuse. Oh, Just him so saying gross. that. I was like, I get yeah. chills. I'm like, okay. I okay. love, um, leave the gun. Take the cannoli. <laughs> 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 yeah. I love it. All right. On to All you. right. On to my first one. Who was shot in the massage parlor? The name of the character. Oh, Starting true. hard. I know. Oh, well, it's one of the Dons. Yeah. I've no, no, I, I can't, I couldn't tell you. I have no couldn't idea. Tell you? Uh, it's Luca Brassi. That's the... Oh, so, oh, sorry. I Isn't that a massage parlor? I think it was. Wasn't he getting massaged? Was he? Yeah, I think he was. Oh, I thought it was... Because there, there was a guy at the end, one of the dons at the end, who was getting massaged right. as well. Yeah, I knew Luca, but sorry, I, yeah. there's two times. Right, He's okay. getting a hand massage. Yeah. <laughs> the one where he comes in and then goes... Pew, through his eye in the glass. No, that's, that's, that's not Luca. Luca, they stab him in the hand. And then they get the rope around his neck and strangle him. That's the that's Luca Brassic. Oh, isn't it? There you go. There yeah. you go. Okay, fair enough. Well, I'm because, still learning because that was too, a story that Michael was telling Kay at the start about how Luca put his gun to his head, and my father said that either his brains or his signature would end up on the end up on the paper. That's, oh, that's Luca. And then they killed, they, they killed him about half an hour later. Right. Around the, they strangled him around. So the who day. was in the end then? I so? swear it was the, the, at least the, the website. Yeah, that was one of the dons. The one of the dons, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. fair enough. My bad with that okay. one. <laughs> Two, Francis Ford Coppola directed this film. Yeah. Name three famous relatives of his. Oh goodness me. Um. And they're very famous. They're very famous. Yep. Francis Ford Coppola. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna chuck out some random names here. People around in the seventies. Well, actually, I'm gonna start. Off. What about? You don't go far in family, so I'm going to say someone in the movie. Um, yes, yeah, so one of his families in the movie. Yeah, okay. 
Um, ooh, can I? Do I have permission to look at the cast list? Yeah. To, okay, excellent. I'll just quickly get this up. He's not gonna get it though. <laughs> I won't get it, but I just wanna. I'm just interested to. One of there's two famous actors. I'm gonna say. Uh, John Casali, nope. no? No. Ah, oh. <laughs> who is it? So Sophia Coppola. Oh. She directed. She's the baby, in Michael Corleone's baby who gets christened. And she directed Lost in Translation, The Virgin Suicide, The Bling Ring. She's a really famous director. Yeah. And then you have Jason Schwartzman, who's um, Nicholas. So he's his so Sophia Coppola's cousin. Oh. And then Nicholas Cage, is Sophia Coppola's other cousin, Francis Ford Coppola's nephew. So oh. he's his Nicholas Cage's name is yeah. Nicholas Kim Coppola, <gasps> and Cage is his stage name. So oh, Nicholas cool. Cage is his nephew. Yeah. That's so cool. There you go. So Nicolas Cage, Jason Schwartzman, and Sophia Coppola. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There you go, man. Well, for my number two, Jesse, it's not so much a question, but it's just more of a fun fact for you. All right. If I can tell you this. Apparently, during an early shot of the scene where uh, Don Corleone returns, oh, Vito, um, returns home and the people carry him up the stairs. Marlon Brando put weights under his body on the bed as a prank <laughs> to make it harder to lift him. <laughs> and I'm just like, I just love that because it shows obviously, you know, yeah. it's a film, but they're still having fun yeah, with the film sure. as well. So I thought I'd just share That's that fine. one with That's you. That's fine. That's good story. All right. Question three. How many times to the nearest 10 million does Sonny get shot before he eventually dies? Okay. So, to the nearest 10 million. Okay. So the snipers come up, they'll come up and they and their guns in him. If you take the angle of correlation <laughs> between the two... <laughs> Triangulate it, quadruple it, and divide it by 100. I think like oh, 633000000 I'll give it to you. The answer I've got is 811 million, but okay. that's pretty close. Okay. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. Because <laughs> yeah. they all come out like little meat like, cats. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right, moving on to my third question for you. Which rival rival uh, mafia head was leading the um, rebellion of assassins against the Corleones? The main one who was behind everything. Um, is that police officer Blake? I think. I know, I've is got the, his is name. It, is it the one he shoots in the restaurant? Is that him? No. Oh, then I don't know. Barzini. Who was Barzini? He was the, 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 the head guy that was organising, like, he was trying, I think he organised for, like, he was, I'm trying to think how to word this, he, there was, like, the other mafia head. He dies at the end. I think he dies at the end. He's, like, one of the last ones to be, he organises the hit on the Corleones. Which one? All of them, like, the family hit. Like, you know how he's, like, we need to take them out, because they're... Oh, okay. He like the he's he's the one that's leading. The, yeah, like the there's other there's a couple of like secondary characters whose names I get confused with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'll probably know yeah, when no, I say. Fair that. enough. Fair yeah. enough. That, was a ch- that was a tricky one. I just chucked in All there right. to be annoying. Number four. Where does Michael Corleone get married? Sicily. Which is where? In Italy. <laughs> well done. <laughs> How many Academy Awards did this film win, Jesse? Okay, so. It won Best Film, yep. Best Director, yep. Best Actor, yep. and then I think Pacino won... No, he didn't. Because Pacino, James Kai, Robert Duvall all got nominated for Best Supporting Actor, but none of them won. For the same film? Yeah. Oh. But none of them won. Oh. So that's three. Yep. 
feel like I won score and screen. I'm gonna say six. I have three. Oh, that's what I have. So I uh, said so it's director, um, film, and actor. Yes. Let but, me just double but check. Marlon Brando refused his Oscar because he was protesting Native American rights, which is great. Yeah. 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 There's some other things with him, but we'll yeah, just focus we on the focus on the positives. Yeah. So it's one director. No, sorry. Act. Best picture. Best actor in a leading role. And best writing screenplay. Oh, based. we didn't win for director. No. Oh. I don't think so. No. Wow. No. So only there we go. three. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. How which I, I was a bit surprised with that because I would have thought it was a bit more. But yeah. maybe the upper Godfathers collectively had got more. Maybe that's like, it. Because I know the second one would have got. A, I'm thinking maybe a few more. Yeah. Couple, I know. Yeah. I, I don't. No, I didn't even think Al, anyone won for acting in the second one. Because mm. Al Pacino didn't win till Scent of a Woman. Mm. So anyway. Last question. In the movie, Tom Hagen decapitates a horse. What is your favourite cinematic farm animal? Cinematic farm animal? Yeah. Um, oh, farm animal? Um, <laughs> okay. Well, I was going to say um, the, the monkey, Crystal. Farm animal? But it's not my farm animal, so I can't say that. Farm animal. I'll probably say... A character. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're going to laugh at this. Can Sean the Sheep count? I was going to say Sean the Sheep. Yes! <laughs> Heck yeah! Sean the Sheep movie is fantastic. Excellent. Excellent. Because yeah. I do like Sean the Sheep. Our second place to Babe, the pig. Oh, Babe's overrated. <laughs> Good choice, man. And finally, which famous actor does Google say is in this film but isn't? De Niro? You, yeah. 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 He's in, he's in the <laughs> I was like, he's in this film? And then I was like, no, he's not. No, he's, he's in the, the next He's in number two. All right, so now we're moving on to our top five films from the 70s. Yes. Do you want to kick us off, Joel? Yep, I shall. Now, a lot of people didn't like the way that I talked about this film. How is it on your list, though? Star Wars film. Oh. The first one, like 1977. Yeah, it's one. probably my number nine. I actually like this film. It's my number nine. Okay. I do like this film. It's good. I gave it a bit too much slack last Better time. Better than Return of the Jedi. No. That's where I draw the line, <laughs> Jesse. But I just like. That this film is two hours, so it's not insanely long, but it's also not short for the point of being short. Um, it introduces us to our trio, Mark Hamill, um, Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford. Uh, we get C-3PO and R2, and this just feels like everything that people know what Star Wars is. You get Darth Vader in there, you get the Millennium Falcon, uh, Help Me Obi-Wan Kenobi, that's in there, <laughs> Chewbacca. Everything sort of is mushed in here and it's just a film um do i say it's the most i wouldn't say it's the most rewatchable maybe i would but it's the most standalone story that you can watch yeah come in at any time and then stop watching it, like it, they were the films that have changed cinema the most yeah yeah well said jesse that's yeah. that's that would be num- my number five just because that that even though it came out in the 1970s it's probably like one of the oldest films that I had watched when I first watched it. Sure. Like I only watched it when I was around 10. Yeah, okay. Um, and I thought, wow, this film's quite old. Yeah, go on. Um, so, yeah, my number 10 is Star Wars. Right, my number five is Steven Spielberg. No, number five. Spiel- <laughs> Sorry, my number five is Steven Spielberg's Jaws. This is a revolutionary horror film. Yeah. It's also in the day, this. which I love. Horror movies in the day are the best. Yep. For 75, the special CGI special effects are amazing. The shark was pretty real. Characters are all great. Great score. The dun, 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 dun. Yeah, she's got that Spielberg magic. And like seeing like, a kid gets eaten by a shark, it's pretty full on. But yeah, you just get behind these three characters so much. Um, I can't remember all their names, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get behind them so much. What are their names again? <laughs> this is, see, when people say, oh, like Joel, oh, the Feldmans are so good. 
Watch Jaws, baby. Okay. okay. Watch Jaws. So that's, well, one, that's number five. I am planning to watch this with my younger brother to introduce him to the yeah, He'll be old enough, yeah. He'll be, yeah, yeah. Um, my number four, we watched this for English and I loved it until the ending, but it's still good rating, Murder by Death. That's all right. I thought this is a pretty good film. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. It was a collection of very um, <sighs> extravagant personalities put together in a room. Yeah. We have um, the cast is great. Alec Guinness, David Niven, Maggie Smith, Peter Sellers, Peter Falk, Eileen Brennan. Um, you might have seen them and Truman Capote as well. Um, it just was fun. Like it's all the way I remember this film yeah, is I remember the whole film is the one memory of it. It's just fun. Yeah. It's just fun. It's just you fun. just have a laugh. It's probably not Peter Sellers is a Chinese. <laughs> Let's just say you can't you can't make it today. No, could not be made today, which puts a lot of um, value on its context and when it was made. Runtime hour and a half. I thought it flew by, um, and didn't have any pacing issues at all. The only thing I'm a bit mixed about it on is just the twist ending, the stupid the end. ending, stupid ending. Otherwise, it, w- it could have been one of my favourite films. I think because I really yeah. do love it. So yeah, my number four is Murder by Death. All right, my number four. We talk about every RMG. It's a Taxi Driver. Hey, I actually love this film. <laughs> Apart from the crap ending, it, this could this could be five stars without the ending. Mm, uh, the ending, ending has got a powerful off, impact. One of the best acting performances of all time from Robert De Niro. This is his best performance. Okay. Jodie Foster for a 12-year-old is brilliant. Yeah. Harvey Keitel is also in this. Amazing. Just Martin Scorsese's direction, the cinematography, the sk- the score and soundtrack is so beautiful. Yeah? I could listen to it all day. Is it day. menacing or is it like... No, it's, it's, just, like it's just nice. Yeah. I don't okay. know. It's just... There's no real plot. It's just following this character around as a taxi driver in New York and just... Oh, LA. I think it's New York. And the people he meets, the interactions he have, and the problems he's thrown into, and it's just, it's it's filmmaking at its finest. I'm gonna me. write that down. But the ending, the ending just sucks. For RMG, yeah. the, <laughs> ending, the ending is just so bad. But oh. it's filmmaking at its finest, okay. and I just, okay. it's, it's so beautiful. So Fair yeah, enough, I love Taxi Driver. It was one of Scorsese's best for me, maybe for number four or five. Okay. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna have to prioritize it ahead of uh, that new one that's coming out this year, Killers. Killers of Flower Moon. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. My number three is the Death on the Nile that we only needed. Death on the Nile. Okay, <laughs> we didn't need Gal Gadot's one and Kenneth Branagh in 2020. Cast, there's no one of... Angela Lansbury's in this, Betty Davis and David Niven and Maggie Smith. Oh, David Niven, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. And Maggie Smith. Yeah. Um, this film is pretty much like the book. It, it, it's very much got that 70s vibe to it, but it captures... Agatha Christie's context in there as well, which means that it has the feeling like the book does. Whereas if you watch the 2022 remake, it doesn't feel as in burst, like not in burst, um, covered taking place in the time that it's saying it is. It feels like a more modern film. Yeah. Um, whereas this one has that 70s vibe. The way they do the whole murder mystery thing's kind of cool. They play the same scenes but with different characters as they're like speculating. Mm-hmm. Um, and the performances were just great. Angela Lansbury in particular was so over the top. It's just not over the top. It's brilliant. Like, yeah. um, And Peter Ustinov as Hercules, Hercule, Hercule Poirot, um, I thought he was probably, he's probably my favourite. Out of the, okay. the three I've seen, there's one on BBC I saw as well. Yeah, but he just he's he's not meant to be mean, but he's not extra liked in the way that they make they put more characterization into him to make you like him. Yeah, like he's Poirot's meant to be a little bit of a snobbish kind of character, and he does that well. But he's also a very affectionate person 
endearing. Oh, yeah. Like you can get along behind him and stuff. So he's kind of quirky and funny yeah, cool. as well. So yeah, I, I really did like Death on the Nile, and that's my number four, three. My number three is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Ah. Exactly what it sounds like. A chainsaw massacre occurs in Texas. Fair enough. Yeah, it's 80 minutes long. Yep. Which is great. Yep. About five friends go on, go away to a holiday house in their van. And then one by one, they slowly get picked off by Leatherface, who, as you can't see his face, is just holding a chainsaw. And they eventually get lost. And there are some amazing kills for 1970. And it's, it's pretty haunting and very suspenseful. And... The acting is very over the top, which is what you'd expect. Yeah, yeah. But considering all 70s movies are really long, this is this is brilliant. It flies by. The ending, you won't see it coming. Despite being like... An, it's one of the first true slashes because it's before Halloween. This is... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wait, when did this 74. So just before okay, Halloween. just before. Yeah. And like the ending, it goes on for longer than you think. It doesn't just wrap up. And it's like, okay, what's happening? And then you realize, like, oh, wow. Okay. That's something different. That you weren't expecting. So, yeah, it, it it certainly terrified me when I watched it when I was like sixteen or something. So yeah, <laughs> Jesse, don't do that to yourself. But a young no, I was seventeen. So, Can yeah. I ask though, is Leatherface as menacing as he sounds? Yeah. He, <laughs> no, not in the new not one. In the- wrong, but this film is great. Okay. Really, really good. A okay. True cinema classic. Okay. So Fair yeah, enough. Number three, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'll see if I could bring myself to watching this film for Halloween this year. Yeah. Maybe. It's, Maybe. It's, it's, it's a good watch. Okay. My number two is uh, Willy Wonka and oh, the Chocolate Factory. I know you don't like me liking this I film. Don't, I don't not like it, <laughs> but it's just a shameful to the book and got nothing on the new one. It's scrumdiddly umptious, Jesse. It's just... <laughs> that was the worst time that you're drinking. <laughs> no, water. Yeah, water. Water. He's drinking water. Um... I just thought it's this defines my Easter time at childhood. And now, actually, I still watch it. Um... Mm. But it's just, it'll be on the television every year. Um, actually, it'd be on one channel and the Johnny Depp one would be on another one and I'd constantly be having to flick between the two. Oh, like, just watch the Johnny favorites. Depp one because it's just better. Well, that's what you think, Jess. <laughs> I love Gene Wilder's performance as Willy Wonka. He's so eccentric and right. weird it's and right. wacky. Yeah, we love yeah. him. Yep. Um, yeah. Arguably, Charlie's a bit weak. Yeah, Charlie but, sucks in but this. <laughs> <laughs> there are three... Roles. There are three things I like about this film more than the Charlie one. Only yeah. three. Yeah. Violet, Veruca, and Mike. Violet, Veruca, and Mike. Violet, the what actress for them better. Veruca's dad. No. <laughs> He's so funny. He's so... No. <laughs> and the parents. Yeah. The guys. Yeah. Some of the acting is better. The performance is better in the first one. Okay. But that's it. Okay. Like Charlie's better than the second one. I'll agree. So with is that Augustus. One. Way better. Oh yeah. Says so Wonka. Say that Jesse. Yeah. And like just the set. Yeah, I get that it's like so many years later, but like you can see the glass roof, and you can see that it's just it's just brown water. Like you could have done a bit better. Yeah, I think this film is just it's uh, it's I feel funny. Like it was made too early. I feel I like eighties would have been better. Yes, but it also is um, a staple of many people's childhood. So I think it. People forget it takes 50 minutes for them to get into the factory of a 90-minute film. <laughs> but that means everything... It, uh, it, the stuff outside of the factory, except of the Cheer Up Charlie song, is still entertaining, though. Oh, the Cheer Up Charlie song goes on for a while. I only yeah. really like Pure Imagination and The Candyman. Yeah, The Candyman. Candy there, there's some good tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the only thing that I would say as well that is not as good in this one, unfortunately... Is the Oompa Loompa songs? Oh, they're but crap. I do still love this. They're this so film. bad. So is this your favorite like... of the two? 
Ooh, you can w- say yes. It was, but I have... Uh, yes, I'm going to say yes. It is. But they're equal. Moving on. Equal. <laughs> My number two is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. It is the parody movie, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Hey, I've only seen clips of this. But I watched it recently. Watch it. Oh, it's so funny. It's like, even the credits, the credits, they do like German subtitles and they just start saying the randomest stuff. And then there's like, but we apologize for the idiot who did the subtitles. We That's in the movie? <laughs> so and is he self-aware that it's a movie? Yeah. Okay. It's a parody film. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah it's like yeah. a spoof. It's yeah. like airplane. Like, things are happening. It's just so weird. Yeah. My favorite part is the knights who say ni. So Monty, the, the King Arthur and the, the knights trying to find the Holy Grail. And they come across the knights of Ni, the knights who say Ni. Ni. And then the knights who say Ni request that King Arthur go and get them a shrubbery before they want to pass. Oh my. And so King Arthur goes to the, sh- the shrubbery shop. <laughs> he gets them a shrubbery. Like, ha, we tricked you. You have to get us another shrubbery. <laughs> so plot this thin it's as a piece so of string. D- it's so dumb, but it's completely self-aware. Yeah. And it is hilarious. Okay. It's, yeah, it's, it's just the best, man. I love these spoof parody movies. Yeah, fun, so much fun. It, it, even if the plot is, you know, non-existent. And the performances often, are great, too. Performances are They're really good, good performances. Anyone of note that no, we'd know? No. Okay, okay. <laughs> too um, funny. But yeah, if even if like the plot's not the greatest in the world, just watching a film like that is still entertaining. And it's just yeah. good to sometimes watch films like that. Yeah. Oh, my. And King Arthur is an idiot as well, which is a little funny. Okay, okay. A bit it's different like, than what people would and think. there's a scene where they're... <laughs> They think someone's a witch, and so they bring someone up with a fake nose and heart. And it's like, why is she wearing that? Like, did you do that? Like, yeah, yeah, we did that. But she's still a witch. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like that. That's good. <laughs> Brilliant film. Okay. All right. And then number one is probably the same one. Yes. The Godfather. <laughs> Look, the Godfather. Is it's just going to be one of those films that ages well for everyone. Defines its context, both that it's set in the 40s and 50s, and that it was made. Hell yeah. And it could potentially, I have to watch the other two, be one of the best trilogies. Uh, I think the third one is bad. Drops the ball. Heard, okay. Yeah, drops okay. the ball. Out of curiosity, what do you rate the third one, Jesse? I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. But okay. apparently it's bad. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. And last but not least, explaining our film plot badly. I'm so excited for this. So, should I go first? Yes, you should go first. The youngest son of a powerful man is lured into the family business, then spends a year in Greece on vacation and returns even more menacing despite the coastal textures. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, Jesse. Now, my one for this is... Keeping up with the Corleones, starring John Vito, <laughs> Michael, Sonny, Connie, and Tom, sorta. Meet the crazy, sexy, and cunning Corleones. <laughs> That's good. I like it. Now, are we going to do a vote? Do you reckon, Jesse? If you remember. If I, if I remember to do it, I will try. I will try. No promises. But I am supposed to be the social media manager. <laughs> That's my official role. I need a desk plaque. So. Yeah. If I'll remember, but I will. So we'll be ambitious. We'll be ambitious. But yes, keep an eye out for the vote and let us know what you think of The Godfather. Get in touch with us on Instagram at BromaxPod. Um, and anything else I'm missing? No. no Red, Red Bubble, is that merch? Red Bubble. You can get our merch there when I get it. Um, it's it. coming soon. It's coming soon, I can say. Um, and yeah, that's it for today. Thank you so much for joining us on our rewatch of The Godfather. Let us know what you'd like to cover in this series as well. I will stress that. It's important. For real. My name's Joel. I'm Jesse. And we'll catch you next time. See you later. Peace.